Hello, good evening everyone. It's Tuesday the 5th of April at 1852 hours in the United Kingdom. Hello, welcome. I'm Hannah, your host, and I started this podcast after going through gynecological surgery in March 2020. I want to help like-minded people to myself who may have had women problems in the past and who may want to go through a similar type of surgery or the same surgery that I have had in the past or who have gone through their life health style and situation and event situation couldn't get my words out properly dear friends anyway nevertheless i primarily have my thoughts on the go and this podcast show is primarily put on the go however i will share with one what i learned to do with my health both mentally and physically going forward so without further ado i entitled this podcast episode meal adaptions to one's health after a health situation and a lifestyle change and what i mean friends is i'm going to start off by having a little bit of chit chat really is this year 2022 i went vegan on the 4th of january specifically and there have been many adaptions to my meals plans and my daily living with my food intake and drink intake going forward just because after my myomectomy experience going through a laparotomy myomectomy experience friends i have had to have loads of meal adaptions considerably because sometimes i would have food and it would burn me or certain things i can feel everything friends so i've had to adapt things and i've really been mindful of what i like and what i dislike going forward i've really been mindful of everything i endure with my relationships with emotions you name it i've been mindful and it's great for the most part but sometimes it can be scary as well like today friends 5th of april i really wanted a drink so i being hannah sometimes and i did this in the past sometimes when i want something quick or i didn't have any breakfast because i didn't have any breakfast and i didn't want breakfast and i was starting to get hungry as i got in from the store i went to the aldi after the job center to cut a long story short i had a little bit of a distressing situation it was like a wind washing past but i may speak more on this after and in the podcast episode confusions after health situations and convenient situations after health situation podcast which will be out in sometime in march but aside from that i feel more settled now at 1856 hours in the uk i feel really great so i thought i'd come in and start this podcast episode but it's been absolutely amazing friends and so i got in and first thing i did was fill my shopping hole i call it an aldi sweet shop shopping hole because basically friends i brought all the indulgent things sweet stuff you can think of i brought a vegan chocolate i bought two biscuits jammy dodgers similarity one so it's jammy wheels from the aldi store and i brought oat kind of crunchy kind of biscuits but they were all indulgent and then i bought a fizzy pop drink which was fruit punch kind of and it had a lot of fizz as you can imagine so i had a little bit of that what happened my stomach bloated up like a big balloon and i felt so uncomfortable friends to the point i had to go and lie down and if you want to check out the podcast episode flatulence after surgery i done that sometime in 2020 i believe but 
it was horrible it was really horrible and i will be doing another podcast episode coming up in june called bloating after surgery because i feel it's important and sometimes us women we have bloated issues especially i found out today from the national health service website and i'll put the description website in the description box I will put the website in the description box of the podcast episode. But I found that today, especially older women, tend to suffer from bloatiness. I don't know why, but that's what the National Health Service states. So I will put that link so you can check that out if you want. But yeah, it was horrible, friends. So after a while, and I kept on rubbing my stomach. I didn't even notice that it would help, but I was rubbing my stomach. And then it was easing. And then because I noticed that for the past week or so, I have had a lot of flatulence and i did a podcast episode on flatulence after surgery flatulence i would just say it's a posh name for gas and wind <laughs> but i say flatulence yeah sometimes i can be posh and yeah but i am my regular authentic self mostly i try to be anyway so and i'm smiling right now friends because i feel really content i feel really great but so i was rubbing my stomach and it started to ease and from last week to this week friends i feel so much better because last week i felt like i had like kind of i don't know like little small rocks not some rocks as such like heavy rocks but maybe like dumpling rocks if that makes sense but it was something heavy on the left side in particular of my abdomen and it felt awful i felt so so uncomfortable i don't know whether it was i was overindulging or i wasn't eating right i wasn't paying attention i wasn't sleeping right something wasn't right and now that i'm getting my psyche as well as eating habits back into a good way that's all seemed to have disappeared now so i'm hoping that tomorrow's midweek weighing is going to be a little bit better i know i have gained a little bit of weight on my gut and that that's all right i accept that because i have been a little bit indulgent i had a cake for my two-year anniversary which you can check out if you want to follow me on tiktok and sometimes i do daily video diaries or i mostly do weekly video diaries but sometimes i come in occasionally and do daily video diaries and vlogs so you can check that if you want to follow me but yeah friends it was just unreal and i started the gym on the third back again after one month and i felt so good friends i felt so enlightened and really great and you know when you might not do something for a while and then you do something and then i know it's just been one day friends but it's like i can feel and i felt the serotonin come into my body and it just took over and i feel really happy now going forward just because of the vigorous exercise i did on a sunday so i'm hoping to go to the gym god willing life be spared in the morning if i can hopefully wake up in the morning but hopefully yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the possibilities going forward and today friends I have done 20,982 steps so far so I'm doing something right onwards and upwards for the possibilities I know it'll take time to reform and shape my gut area and oblique area because some days I have been more indulgent than others I have been having sweet treats and I'm trying to limit that because I know that it's not good for myself going forward but 
occasional sweet treat is really nice and I do love a good sweet treat and that's part of me but I do try to have more savoury things where possible as well so yeah I have had to considerably adapt my meal choices and I just really wanted to say friends being vegan so far is coming up to or should I say it is now three months exactly from yesterday or should I say by yesterday it would have been three months that I've been vegan I can't believe it I just had this moment and this blip and I just thought oh yeah it's three months yeah three months from January that I've been vegan do I regret it absolutely not because I do feel lighter more than ever before but I've noticed that my body's craving for certain things maybe because I'm still in that phase of not having things i really do miss egg though but would i go back i don't want to go back because there's egg replacements and there's an egg mix that i want to get that you can make scrambly egg that looks like egg and so i'm gonna plan to get that in sometime within the next couple of weeks and try that but it's just about trying things and seeing what works for me and maybe what doesn't work for me but yeah I absolutely love being vegan and I absolutely love this lifestyle and I sometimes when I watch people having meat or fish I kind of loathe and cringe friends because I really do love this lifestyle change especially after my myomectomy surgery friends because I have a smaller consistency for the most part anyway and it's been really good because I like foods that are lighter for my gut and being vegan I have found foods that are low in calories and have been lighter for my gut as well and adhere to my myomectomy body as well as my fitness body and all in one and you name it friends it's just worked it's worked really nicely for me so yeah although I would say that sometimes I would eat between 500 calories and just over 800 calories in a good day I would say because being vegan I would say I would need foods to fulfill me and sustain me so I know that cashew cream is a good filler for vegans they usually grind the crash juice in some way and add it to like pastas and different dishes so that is it fills them up for longer if that makes sense so it's just finding foods that fills one up as a vegan for longer and i'm still on that journey and that path and it may take me a while but onwards and upwards for the possibility and yeah it's been absolutely amazing friends do i feel a little bit tired today yes i do feel a little bit tired in body i feel cold but i started to notice that my obliques is forming and i know it's only one day friends since the 3rd of April but yeah I've just noticed that my obliques is slowly doing it so yeah I'm so happy I'm starting to love my body once again and I just want to go forward in a good way and I'm kind of waffling because I want to have another hot drink I've got a slight sore throat story all my life but I'm gonna have another hot milk I found a nice hot milk or should I say I found a nice milk in the Aldi today called Pro Nature and I will put it in the description box of this podcast episode but it's really nice it's oat base 
and it is amazing so i'm gonna have a hot milk or just a nice hot drink before bed a horlicks i want to have a nice shower right now so i'm gonna have a nice shower just going to chill but i really wanted to come in and say hey everyone and i hope you're having a lovely tuesday whichever part of the world you're in and i will come in and conclude this podcast episode of meal adaptions after a health situation and a lifestyle change and i will hopefully get some factual information as well and hope you all have a lovely tuesday stay safe as well as treat yourself kindly bye for now good evening lovely people it's saturday the 14th of may 17 28 hours in the united kingdom and i want to come back in to conclude the podcast episode of meal adaption after a health situation and other lifestyle changes but now i'm trying to make my podcast episode more succinct more digestible because sometimes i do an overview and it's great but there's a lot in there and i've been trying to do this for a long time i just realized the other day when i was doing my coursework friends digital skills online for the workplace i stumbled across mind mapping and it's been absolutely great because i've asked myself certain questions that may be on the forefront of other people's mind who has had that particular surgery woman's surgery or who may have had a similar type of surgery which they have a smaller consistency or people who are thinking of having a woman type of surgery and myomectomy in future so yeah i've today i've done the same thing i've broken it down into smaller stages and i've got the stages that i've got now to date is meal adaptions after a health situation and other lifestyle changes so i've got a question can one still have indulgence treat from time to time that will be a separate episode i think i might link that with what about if one has to go out with friends the feelings around not being able to consume a lot so they can possibly go together but i'm still working things out friends so bear with me but today i'm going to be focusing largely on how has your meal adaptions been since your myomectomy surgery and i may some and i may share a story or some examples of my meal adaptions as well and then on part two we'll go from there how does being vegan affect your lifestyle change of my myomectomy so that should be interesting and I'll share some examples. To date, I've been vegan for five months now. I just want to give a little bit of an overview. But you can check that podcast episode out and I'll talk all about that going forward in the next part. So stay tuned for that. So without further ado, I'm going to go to the intro. So I started this podcast episode after going through a myomectomy surgery in 2020. I want to help like-minded people to myself who may have gone through a particular women's health situation and want to live that fulfilling life or who may be considering going through a women's health situation and want to know more tips and tricks and how to live a fulfilling life going forward. Primarily, my podcast episode is on the go, but I will share with one what I learned to do with my health, both mentally and physically, and from time to time as well. Ah, that is so beautiful, friends. I just took a swig of my barley cup coffee, or should I say it's tea? Yeah, it's not really coffee, it's a hot drink. I would say it's tea. My mum gave it to me, she brought it for me. It's vegan as well, but... The next episode I will mention more about what I do and what I have 
being vegan and after my myomectomy surgery as well because I don't want to go off on a tantrum and sometimes I do tend to go off on a tantrum when I'm talking on the fly so yeah but it's absolutely amazing I also want to highlight and alert you to something and I may duplicate it again in the vegan part of the segment meal adaptions after a health situation and other changes so apologies for that but you may hear it twice but yeah so today friends when I went on the scales I was the lowest weight I can remember after my myomectomy surgery and I remember a couple months back being 41.8 kilograms and now to date I'm 41.4 kilograms that's 6.52 stones and it's absolutely amazing I feel lighter than ever before I can see my stomach and everything forming from the gym it's been right it's absolutely amazing and the second highlight I want to pinpoint and just a little bit of news for you is that I've finished my coursework of digital skills online for the workplace unit free and communicating with others and it's been amazing i've just got to check it over before submission i've got a couple days to mull it over and just to check it over grammarly and that kind of thing so yeah i'm just really taking time out today and it's been a plethora of meals today and i've got things in from three different stores friends i went to three different stores i can't believe it to do a little top-up shop because i saw things in the house that i wanted and i thought i'll get it in now so i don't have to go out later and then i could just stop in all the time in the week to just focus on job search usually and purely now since i finished the uni and checking the uni and yeah i'm just learning to love my home once again friends so it's been absolutely amazing and i may go to the primark store in the united kingdom just to get myself a little treat because i do believe i deserve a treat although i did have a very indulgent plant-based cookie today and while it was nice it still felt heavy for my stomach and i believe this will be really good for this podcast episode because it's about how has my meal adaptions been since my myomectomy surgery so this is perfect for it and friends it's like for me some days are good and some days are bad i mean generally whether one has a surgery or a particular health situation some days one will feel more hungrier than some i just think that's just due to hormones due to mood due to the climate could be the environment as well and there could be many factors contributing to why one is not so hungry one day from another but for me today it's been a very good day and I've, I've hydrated a lot i've had i had a nice vegan type of pizza i wanted to buy one meatless pizza from goodfellas in the Astor store of the united kingdom but i couldn't find it and then i just gave up and then i just thought you know what i've got a pack of ready-made pizza from the tesco's that i brought a couple of weeks ago in the united kingdom and i just thought i'll make it and so i took a small batch friends 25 grams because 25 grams i worked it out to be 64 calories for the dough so i thought that would be okay and i just cut those bits into like about three different sections three different small kind of slices and then i put some jackfruit pineapple yes pineapple on a pizza i know for me it doesn't really bother me but each to their own i would say because whichever you like and whatever makes you happy and whichever activity makes you happy i think you should go for it because life's about living and i had and made a lovely 
passion fruit smoothie as well which was divine it was in the tesco's book it was a recipe from them and i have to give them a shout out and say thank you because it was absolutely amazing and you can try this if you want but they recommend having three passion fruits a little bit of banana or they said one banana in it but i didn't make it too heavy so i had one and a half i cut it down because after my myomectomy surgery some of you may know if you've listened to the podcast episode before you're more seasoned listener I have a smaller consistency so I tend to half things or quarter things so that I eat little but often and that it maintains for my smaller frame as well because after going to the gym and forming my waistline as well I have a smaller frame so it's my myomectomy I have to contend with as well as my smaller frame so it's kind of like a double whammy so to speak but yeah I had the smoothie and it was absolutely amazing i put some mint just to dress it up as well they said to have coconut water but i didn't have any coconut water in so i just put just over 100 milliliters of plant milk as well as added some water as well and they put lime juice as well and it was divine friends it was really nice and surprisingly the lime made it really nice they said to put cardamom in but i didn't have cardamom so i put cinnamon in and it was really nice i've lapped that up already so but for now i've had my evening meal i'm just having this barley cup sort of hot drink so to speak and i think that will do me because i usually like to have my evening meal between five and seven and because digestion can take four hours to really digest everything so i don't like to eat late and if i'm really hungry between seven and nine i tend to get a cereal drink which consists of whole grain and i got this little tip from the health line they say if it's nearer to bedtime and you want a snack consider having nuts cashews whole grain fish chicken things like that but being vegan friends what I can eat is having a cereal snack so I tend to make a cereal drink and that has helped me really well because they say having those types of food doesn't mess with the nighttime hormones so it's been absolutely amazing and I think that could have contributed as well to my lighter frame as well as sleep as well generally looking after my whole well-being happiness as well my mental health trying to solve problems so it's a rare and a plethora of packages to do in the well-being sector as well why i'm maintaining my weight and why i'm being in a good way going forward but yeah so i think that's my little chit chat for now i'm gonna go into something i have found on the imperial college healthcare website of the national health service trust it's imperial.nationalhealthservice united kingdom i will put this website in the description box of the podcast episode and the title they gave this leaflet nutrition and dietetics nutrition and dietetics it's a bit of a tongue-tie word i think but this leaflet is closely matched i think to meal adaptions for a myomectomy although they don't say or talk about a myomectomy they talk about for patients and carers who may want to digest things in smaller portions so i reckon that it's something that could be considered 
and it's closely matched. Although you may be a patient or a person that none of these factors relate to you and if none of those factors relate to you, which I'll get onto in a minute about the teeth, then always consult your medical practitioner and advisor and dietitian or nutritionist because they're in the best place to help you. And I think this is something that I would like to do. I've wanted to do that going forward, but I haven't had the opportunity to speak to someone in the medical expert about nutrition and health in that way. But yeah, onwards and upwards for the possibility because this is something that I'll be looking to do to enhance my health going forward. So in the introduction it says this leaflet is for people who need to eat soft and bite-sized food. It explained what soft and bite-sized foods are to help you choose the right foods when you are in hospital at and at home. If you have any questions, please speak to your dietitian or speech and language therapist. That's what they recommend. What is soft and bite-sized food? Soft and bite-sized food is food that is soft, tender and moist. The type of food should be easily mashed or broken down into smaller pieces with a fork, spoon or chopsticks to make it easier to chew before swallowing. Because the pieces can be mashed or broken down easily, you should not need to bite off a piece of food before chewing. Soft and bite-sized food has some variation in texture but there should be no hard lumps and you should not need a knife to cut it. Food should be moist but there should not be any thin liquid leakage but there should not be any thin liquid leakage or dripping from the food. Why do I need this type of food? You may have problems eating, chewing or swallowing this for gear dysphagia i don't know if i'm saying that right or pronouncing it right friends but i will put everything in the description box below the podcast episode so you can check it out having missing teeth or poorly fitted dentures or pain in the mouth these conditions can increase the risk of choking or food going down the wrong way and into the air with aspiration in some people soft and bite-sized food is recommended if you are unable to bite off pieces of food safely but are still able to chew foods into smaller pieces that are safe to swallow. How small should the pieces of food be? The size of the pieces should be about 1.5 centimeters times 1.5 centimeters to reduce the risk of choking. This is about the width of a dinner fork or your thumbnail. Most everyday foods can be made soft and bite-sized by cooking them differently so you can still eat many of the foods you enjoy with a change to the consistency. For example, most meat, fish, fruits and vegetables can be made soft enough to cut or mash into with a fork or spoon when cooked for longer. The best way to test if your food is soft enough is by using the fork pressure test. Use the side of the fork to break the food into a smaller piece the same size as the width of a fork or your thumbnail. Then press down on the fork and the fork then press down on the food with the fork until your thumbnail turns white. Lift the fork away and check the food is squashed completely and does not return to its original shape. I like the way they put this and the illustration friends it looks really great examples of soft and bite-sized food meat and fish cooked soft and tender enough to break into pieces 
about the whiff of a full vegetables, boiled vegetables that are soft and tender and can be easily broken down to the correct size. After cooking, casserole, stews, curry and soup, meat, fish and vegetables should be as described above. The liquid portion must be thick with no hard bumps. Fruits soft enough to break down or mash with a fork, spoon or chopsticks and with the excess liquid drained away. The fibrous stringy part of the fruit are not suitable. Cereal pieces that are about the size of a thumbnail are fully softened in milk or yogurt with the excess liquid drained away and rice, pasta and dal. White rice and pasta shape small pieces only which should be cooked until soft and served with a thick creamy sauce which should be cooked until soft and served with a thick smooth sauce to moisten it and hold it together. Rice should not be sticky or glutinous, gluey or separate into individual grains. And then they go on to say, are there any foods to avoid? The following types of foods are not suitable for a soft and bite-sized diet because they need more chewing and increase the risk of choking. Mixed, thin and thick foods such as soups with pieces of food or cereal with milk which is not fully absorbed, hard, crunchy or dry food, nuts, stir-fried vegetables, Dry cakes, dry cereal, tough and fibrous food such as steak and pineapple, foods with skin, husk or other shells, grapes, sweet corn, tomatoes, skin on meat, sausages, crispy foods such as crackling, crispy bacon, dry cornflakes, crumbly foods, cakes and biscuits, chewy foods such as sweets, marshmallows, toffee, chewing gum, dried foods, sticky foods, sticky or gruel. Sticky or gummy food such as peanut butter, overcooked porridge, gelatin, sticky rice cake, sharply or spiky food such as crisp, stingy food such as green beans or rhubarb, floppy food such as lettuce, cucumbers, uncooked spinach leaves, food that forms a crust during cooking or eating such as a cheese topping, juicy food, where liquid separates from the food in the mouth such as ice cream jelly made gelatin watermelon and apple bread unless you bread unless your speech and language therapy has advised that this is safe for you so friends it's quite a plethora of amount of foods that is in this soft and bite-sized food diet and whilst i'm not specifically on this diet and i can eat normally and as embarrassing as it is to say i have had quite a few extractions for today i don't want any more well i may just have one more but yeah i've had quite a few extractions and i do generally like to blend most of my smoothies into liquidable texture so it's easy for my digestive system but some of the foods i find that i can chew all right but just i would say for me is good information because i find that i do have some digestive problems and when i do bite into hard foods like the rivita the other day i brought it, i bit into the rivita kind of biscuit and it was hard i find that it hurts my teeth because my teeth is more fragile as it is embarrassing to say but yeah and that's from having a lot of sweet back in the day but nevertheless i'm still grateful for me i'm still grateful for hannah and yeah but 
this sounds like good information you can take some parts if you think this is good information for you and if it's not quite to your liking or after you've had your health situation then always consult your medical practitioner and nutritioner and advisor because they're in the blessed place to help you but yeah some of these foods i would say yeah they're, they're talking real they're talking sense they're making sense and some of it i would say for me i don't have a problem but i do generally like to liquidize my foods a lot especially when it's more heavier because of my digestive system so to speak and that's something i think i would need to have those kind of conversations with a nutritionist because they're more trained in the type of foods that one could eat especially after having in certain situations and certain surgeries then they have a point on what if i am also having thickened liquids and will i also need soft and bite-sized food forever or always and then they have helpful tips for not eating enough i want to just browse through this point helpful tips for not eating enough because this is sometimes i struggle with this and i have struggled with this for the past two years after my mind to me friends so they say eat little and often if you find difficult if you find it difficult to eat your normal amount of food or you get full up quickly try eating smaller amounts of food more frequently during the day and that's something that i have found that works for me so sometimes i get hungry every one to two hours but because i'm having like under 100 grams then within the next two hours i'm hungry again but it's, it works for me and it works for my digestive system but always consult your medical practitioner and advisor then they say eat a variety of foods eating a variety of foods will provide you with all the nourishment you need and will keep your diet and daily diet interesting and enjoyable so that's what i try and tend to do because i find that I don't like the same foods all the time so they're talking sensei especially after my myomectomy surgery I have had to cut my food down into smaller consistency and sometimes I have food for like four days or even a week but sometimes it gets quite boring so I try to cook smaller amount like today with the pizza I cooked just the 25 grams and I had it one time so I don't need to worry about it getting moldy or going off or bad I mean I can freeze food but generally like if I cook a smaller amount then I can have a variety of food and keep my meal choices interesting so yeah this is really valuable information I'm finding here and I hope you do find value from this podcast episode too and thank you for coming in and listening to me once again if you're a more seasoned listener and if you're new to this podcast episode of our audio diary personal health journey i thank you for your listening here it's, it's much appreciated then they go on to say increase the energy and protein in your food and this is a good point friend because sometimes our body needs more protein and energy so that it's more fulfilling they say changing the texture of your food to soft and bite-sized they mean it is more difficult to get all the energy and protein your body needs you can increase the energy and protein in your meals by adding extra weights and full weights dairy products for example but i don't have dairy products because i'm lactose intolerant so i'd need alternatives but that's something i would need to chat to my doctor or nutritionist person going forward they check they say adding milk or cream to cereals drinks soups and puddings which i do now being vegan and i will mention this and 
other stuff in the vegan segment of the podcast episode but I have cashew cream and I've learned that cashew cream can be good because it adds body to one's food especially if they have specific diets like veganism or a keto diet for example and they need the proteins to help their body sustain their body and be in a good way and they say make your meals look and taste attractive when presenting your food on a plate or bowl try to keep different parts separate so that it looks more appetizing and you can see what you're eating choose foods that you enjoy eating you can add extra flavor to meals by adding herbs and spices lemon juice tomato puree a small amount of grated strong cheese or meats vegetables or yeast extracts such as marmite or bovril you can also try adding sauces such as mint soya worcestershire balsamic vinegar or anchovy or chocolate or coffee liqueurs if food seems too dry or sticky try adding extra liquid such as milk or other dairy products such as creams or yogurts gravy or other sauces weights as melted butter oil ice cream custard or rummage frail and then they give you some meal time ideas at breakfast time to have Breakfast ideas could include something like porridge or ready break or full weight yogurt or a glass of orange juice, apple or pineapple juice, soft mashed banana, pear or ripe peaches or mangoes, which I often have soft ripe banana friends with my cereal because it's so nice and it's so tasty and it fills me up generally. Then they have soups, casseroles, stews and curries. You can have thick stews or curries with a small amount of soft meat i have a plant-based diet so i would need to alter it according to my needs and yeah if you have a different diet perhaps you might need to alter it according to your needs then they go on to say fish and poultry ideas homemade fish cakes with tin fish with potato mashed together that could be one option tender chicken or meat no bigger than the size of your thumbnail served with a gravy vegetarian option i like these friends because they're going through so many things in detail so i think that there's something for everything for me looking at it and reading it out loud i feel there's something for me here after my myomectomy surgery to take away hair and to really put in practice going forward so they say peas pudding mushy peas thick dark lentil puree pureed beans dips omelets eggs in cheese sauce egg mayonnaise vegetables combination of soft mashed vegetables such as carrots and sweet pumpkin with turnips and then they say dessert choices you could have yogurt fruitful mousse instant whip jelly with the evaporated milk and for snacks you could have custard rice pudding yogurt mousse trifle soft sponge fingers soaked in a liquid moist sponge cake hummus tahini avocado smooth peanut butter vegetable meat or fish pate and that's something that i often have friends a lot of avocado i love avocado in my salad because it's quite light and it's mashy and it's easily digestible and if i do get the smooth peanut butter from time to time although it can be very indulgent and for me i've 
found that I can be quite addicted to it so I'm not having it so much and I would rather have the unsalted peanuts and just blitz up a small amount of cashews and make my own peanut butter if that makes sense. So since Lent for me friends I have largely cut out peanut butter and it has been really good because of the addiction side of things and I'm just trying to live a healthy life going forward and if you want to check out the podcast episode addictions after surgery feel free you may find something useful in there and I'll try to link it in the podcast episode below in the description box too and then they have a little disclaimer kind of thing your weight on discharges and people can write their weight and please weigh yourself once a week and contact your dietitian if your weight falls below a certain weight that's what they recommend but yeah i have largely found this little bite-sized things that they have put together really helpful and yeah i hope you have found value in this podcast episode and show meal adaptions after a health situation and once again i will say that i'll be doing different segments and parts of this meal adaptions after a health situation and lifestyle changes as well the next one should be how does vegan affect my lifestyle going forward after my myomectomy and if you are vegan you might want to check out that even if you're not vegan you still might want to check out that so this podcast episode is quite long might have to take it in stages but I felt like there was a lot to cover and I felt like it was needed if that made sense and for now friends I just want to have a little bit of a chit chat really oh that was so lovely the barley cup I just drank it up that was absolutely amazing i don't know about you friends but i have enjoyed having hot drinks after my myomectomy surgery it's been really really great and i'm gonna have a bathroom break and come back and talk to you bye for now good evening lovely people it's saturday the 14th of may here at 1817 hours in the united kingdom i've just come back from a bathroom break and i got myself another barley cup had a cheeky little sneaky cookie just as I was reading the leaflet to you just, it does feel hard on my teeth. So going forward, I'm going to have to either have softer cookies or mince it up or something like that. Or break it down so much that it soaks in milk or a drink because my teeth are very fragile to say the least friends and as embarrassing as it is to say but yeah, it is what it is and it does pay to look after one's health whether it's teeth or general well-being and health it really does but I don't regret anything I've done it's just the lessons I've learned along the way can be helpful to one going forward and can be helpful to the younger generation as well so this part of the segment now is just really a general chit chat and any stories i wanted to share with you about my meal adaptions after my health situation and lifestyle change basically friends i couldn't think of one to date i went to the restaurant when was it it was just after christmas or just before christmas shall i say i think so it was either at the end of last year 2021 or january this year yeah that's right it was just before christmas because it was a christmas tree yes apologies friends just have to cast my mind back a little bit but yeah it was the early stage of december and i was really worried friends and i spoke to the server and she was telling me not to worry i did have a vegan burger i did ask for the calories but it's like i don't think she fully understood even though i had explained it to her but i don't think she fully understood 
about my smaller consistency but I did ask for a doggy bag in the end and she didn't make me feel that bad but she just told me not to worry but I just think that friends it's about enlightening people especially if you've had your myomectomy or you're about to have your women type of surgery it's about enlightening people and that may go into what friends say and when you go out for meals with friends or when friends come over that may tie into that part of the segment for this podcast episode but i just want to touch on this briefly that if you have friends and family members that disregard what you're saying then they're not worth it because at the end of the day friends you want positive people and although you've had a massive lifestyle change or you're about to have a massive lifestyle change it's about educating them enough to know that they can support you and not make you feel isolated even more because of your health situation but just include you and just take the rough with the smooth so to speak because there will be days when you may feel down and you may want to overindulge or you if you've had a problem like myself with food in the past where food was always a comfort for me you may want to gravitate towards that behavior but for me now i try to do other things like apps like arts and crafts or other things like podcasting or other things i enjoy so that food doesn't become an issue again and those bad habits so to speak and those bad behaviors so to speak can be buried sort of thing and new positive behavior and changes come into play going forward and if you want to check out the podcast episode behaviors after a health situation i believe i've done one and you can check out that podcast episode as well i try to put these in the description box of the podcast episode although you are limited to a certain amount of words and things but i will try to find that podcast episode or you can check it out yourself if you want more information on behaviors and habits after a lifestyle change and health situation but yeah so it's just about having the right sort of friends and influence and educating people about your health situation but for the most part it was very enjoyable even though the burger was heavy and i had to take my time but it fed me and filled me for the whole day i went to the cinema after that was my number one treat because i had a voucher for this particular company in the united kingdom called table table and when i have a voucher i do generally like to use things up so i took myself to the cinema because i was watching ghostbusters afterlife and then i watched another film the next day called encounter it's an animation and oh i remember those times so well friends because it was a really good time december 2021 it was absolutely amazing and yeah so i had those treats and i walked a lot after that time and the meal i walked over like something like twenty-two thousand steps or something like that that day so my meal was utilized and it went down very good and although i had a heavy meal i didn't feel hungry right up until eight o'clock in the night time friends after eight and at the time i did have a little meal after that after eight but now going forward i know certain things about my lifestyle change and health situation that i don't want to be eating too late because of the digestive system and having found that i'm in this newfound lighter weight 
I feel absolutely amazing and you may want to check out the podcast episode that will be out in July about fashion. Let's talk about fashion after a health situation because how you are and how you look can be good the way you feel as well. So I'll be talking about fashion and that will be out in July. Well, I can't wait in a way because yeah, I'm starting to love myself again. I'm starting to see my body form from the gym and it's making me happy that my hard work is paying off. So yeah. But this podcast episode is largely long. It's probably coming up to the 40 minute mark. I'll edit it a little bit so it may be slightly under. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. This podcast episode will be out on the 21st of May 2022 at 6am in the United Kingdom. As well as you can be sure that I will be doing the other parts to it just so that it's a bit more bite sizable for you. And it may cross over with some of the things I said today, but I hope you have found value. If you have found value, consider subscribing to the podcast episode, as well as there's an application called Good Pods. If you're a podcaster, you can go on there. If you're a listener, you can go on there. And you can actually rate each podcast episode that you hear from that podcaster. So feel free to check it out if you want. If you want to see me in action, so to speak, on my videos, my three main platforms is YouTube, TikTok and Twitter, which I post regularly. YouTube and TikTok I post every week and sometimes I do extra TikToks on the fly as well. So my name across all the boards now is Over 40 Health, so you can check that out. Or you can simply go to my website, which I've got two actually. I've got one Wix website which I haven't developed since 2020 which I slowly want to merge into my newer website because I'm doing more with my newer website in Superpass. It's I can't remember offhand what the name is but I will put it in the description box of the podcast episode so you can check that one out. But I want to say good night whichever place you are in the world and good evening. I hope you have a lovely Saturday whichever place you are in the world and the globe. Stay safe, treat yourself kindly, do something fun and I think I'm going to play some games now and go for another walk in my flat and just take time for myself really and have this nice cup of barley cup tea sort of hot drink so to speak so good night lovely people i will be with you all shortly bye for now